This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, June 5th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how you doing today? Well, I'm, I'm out of the submarine for, for this show. Yes, yes, we're so back I'm... in the studio. <laughs> yeah. The studio, I suppose, it's... yeah. Back on land, you might say. You could say that, yeah. Sure. No, I, you know, most podcasts don't like recording in in a submarine, but I didn't mind it. I I thought it was a good episode, other than uh, recording oh, was, issues. Yeah, if, if if only you know if it weren't for the, the audio issues, it was a fantastic episode. Yeah, uh, we ironed that out. Like I said, I, I talked about it on Thursday's episode. Won't happen again. If you made it through that episode, thanks. Uh, well, you know, I, I I tried to listen. You know, I I, I downloaded the episode. Cause I, I was kind of excited to hear. You know, I, I thought it, I thought it was a really actually a really good show, and I was excited to hear it. Uh-huh. And I, I I didn't hear music when the show started. I heard your boy on apologizing for the audio. I'm just like, oh no, what what could have gone wrong? And then I suffered through about 40 minutes of pops and volume drops, and not good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do I have to apologize every day, every episode going forward. <laughs> you see, I was on yesterday's show, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday. That's true. That's fair. Uh, we're learning. We're learning. It's, uh, it's getting better. Every show gets better. Well, we're going to look at Friday, June 5th, some picks coming up for a big old Friday slate. And then cause it's Friday, we'll take a peek at Saturday and Sunday as well. But yeah, we start with Friday. Um, uh, Matt, who do you like at the catcher position in this Friday slate? All right. Catcher position on the Friday slate. I always like to find guys to kind of bet against. I looked at Chichi Rodriguez, but he's a righty, uh-huh. and I would love to start Sal Perez against him, but I can't, in good conscience, put Sal Perez in there against the the, the righty. Uh-huh. He's definitely he, best used against the lefty. Even though it's Chichi Rodriguez, I would much rather use Sal Perez. Yeah. You know, I actually really like Stephen Vogt against Wade Miley. Of course, I like Stephen Vogt against everybody. Yeah. He uh, he exited Thursday's game early, so you got to keep an eye on him. He might be day to day. He might be fine. But, yeah, got to keep an eye on him. But I like the matchup, for sure. Other matchups, you know, you had Yasmani Grandal against Cerati and Carlos Martinez. You know, I don't like necessarily hate that. I don't necessarily like it. I think you're going to be yeah. paying price for Yasmani at this point. I, one guy that is kind of sticking out to me, I just I keep seeing him pop up in, in the stat sheets and just double-check the handedness of the guy he's playing against. <laughs> okay, yeah, we've got... Uh, Roberto, Roberto Perez of Cleveland gets Chris Tillman. Yes. At home. You know, this is, this is at home for Perez. Yeah. And Chris Tillman's been bad. He's been bad. And Perez, he's actually been hitting. You know, he, uh-huh. he either homers, strikes out, or walks. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, and Jan Gomes might start, but if Roberto Perez gets in there, it's a good cheap option for sure. You know, Perez has been starting quite a bit. Yeah, they're kind of working Jan Gomes back in, but Perez... Yeah, so yeah, that's a good, definitely under the radar guy if he's mm-hmm. going. And yeah, Chris Tillman doesn't really doesn't really stop anybody right now. No. Stop, stops the running game. Roberto Perez is not going to steal any bases. Not that no. you thought he would, but Tillman doesn't do a lot else right now. I have Brian McCann against Jared Weaver, but he also is day to day, so you got to make sure he's in. Wilson Ramos gets Siyoshiwada. We like Siyoshiwada, but that's a good platoon advantage. But Wilson Ramos is also day-to-day. So catcher might be a position you really got to check for, uh, see who's playing. Uh, yeah. Miguel Montero gets Tanner Roark, supposedly. <laughs> uh, 
Miguel Montero's fine. Tanner Roark is not striking anybody out. That could be a fine matchup. Mm-hmm. And uh, your boy Tyler Flowers gets Kyle Ryan. We're going to talk about Kyle Ryan in this episode. Might as well start now. Yeah. A left-handed pitcher for Detroit. I don't know anything about him. Do you know anything about Kyle Ryan? Yeah, he he's, well... Two first names? That's what you know about I don't him? Know. Believe it or not, he actually had a cup of coffee last year and didn't do much. He's he's kind of a soft tosser. I think, you know, he, you know last year during his cup of coffee, he topped out around 89, 90 miles per hour. Uh-huh. Now he's, he's tossing about the same 88, 89, 90. Uh, fastball, slider, cutter, change. Yeah. You know, I find it... Pre- I believe the cutter is actually supposed to be pretty good. Wow. I, I mean, but... All right, so I have trouble finding uh, White Sox guys that hit righties, typically. But they have a number of guys that can hit lefties, and Tyler Flowers is one of them. Has some sneaky pop. Is, in general, not very good, as you very well know. But uh, worth, yes. a, worth a look against a lefty, you think? No. No? Not even then? I, you, there, there's, you know... You your hate help. for Tyler <laughs> Flowers knows no bounds? You could probably start me against Tyler Flowers, and I'd find a way to get him out. <laughs> okay, well, despite Matt's pessimism, I'm at least interested in Tyler Flowers. Oh, no, don't be interested in Tyler Flowers. Okay. Uh, how about first base for you? Dylan, uh, my, my list at first base is one name, and yeah. that's Eric Hosmer. He gets Chichi Gonzalez of the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and- Gonzalez is on the road. Hosmer's at home. Yes, and you are yeah. not a Chichi fan? Is that what we're deciding? Not really, no. I am an Eric Hosmer fan against right-handed pitching, though. Well, have no problem with that matchup, for sure. Uh, it's at home. For, it's not a great hitter's park, but I don't think Eric Hosmer cares that bad. And, I don't know, you're an Eric Hosmer guy this year? Yes, very much. Um, he's just been raking. Yeah. You know, I don't, there's not really much else to say about it. Yep, nothing not to like. Uh, I like Hosmer. I also have Anthony Rizzo, who I know you also like. Gets Tanner Roark, who's not um, overpowering. Billy Butler gets Wade Miley, which is the platoon advantage for Butler. That's in Fenway. Carlos Santana gets Chris Delman, who, as we've already said, is bad. And Carlos Santana is good. He prefers a lefty, but it doesn't matter. Um, I really like Freddie Freeman against Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton's my Field of Streams pick for Friday, and he murders righties, but he has serious problems with lefties. And so, like a lot of the matchups against Atlanta, that's the one guy that could give him trouble. So I could see... Uh, Freddie Freeman doing bad things to Charlie Morton there. I still like Charlie Morton, but that's a one to keep an eye on. What about Jose Abreu against Kyle Ryan? Have you cooled off on Jose Abreu? No, no, no. I love Jose Abreu. Well, he gets a lefty, and that's when you should love him even more. True. And Miggy, on the flip side, gets Jose Quintana. Have you cooled off on Jose Quintana? Yeah? No? Jose Quintana? He's had a rough year. He has a rough year. Uh, uh, we've got an under-the-radar pick at first base that I... Might like more than Hosmer. Okay. I have a bunch more obvious picks, but who do you got that's more helpful as an under-radar pick? I've, I've been waiting to say this name. Well, actually, I, I said him last, the last time we, 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 we talked, and it was uh, Justin Bohr of yes. Miami going to Colorado to face Eddie Butler right sure. here. You love Justin Bohr, and I understand why. All he does is hit home runs. It's uncanny. Yeah. Sneaky pop. Yes. Sneaky pop. Um, sure, I like that, and that's where you would want him in Colorado. For sure. He'll do just fine there. Uh, other obvious ones, if you find yourself with surplus money in your stack, uh, Paul Goldschmidt gets John Neese at home against a lefty, a non-intimidating lefty. Do it. Uh, Lucas Duda gets Jeremy Hellickson. I liked him for that before, and Hellickson got 
bump today kind of screwed everything up. Um, Lucas Duda will do just fine there. And Joey Votto gets Tyson Ross because Tyson Ross is a mess. So Especially on the road. Yeah. So, yep, I like that. There's a lot of options uh, as usual at first base. How about second base for you? <sighs> second base, second base. I, this, this middle infield, it's been, I feel like middle infield has been getting better, but it hasn't been great this year still. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, guys, you could talk me into, you know, I'd be, I, I don't know, I don't know how much I like D Gordon in Colorado. I don't know if that, you know, helps him at all. You don't think so? Uh, might, but either way, I, I like the matchup for him. You know, the, you know, the right, righty Eddie Butler versus D Gordon, it's, it's yeah. a matchup. Well, um, I like him setting the table at the top of a Marlins lineup that'll hopefully score a bunch of runs. Yeah, I, I could, I could definitely see that, honestly. Yeah. I, you know, we, I'm kind of concerned for our guy, Tom Kohler. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, I like D. Gordon. I wrote his name down. And, and, any thoughts on Daniel Murphy in New York going to Arizona to face Jeremy Hellickson? Um, I like that just fine, for sure. Uh, I, th- yeah, you might have to keep an eye on him. I think his health has been questionable a little bit too. Um, I think that's off the top of my head without checking. Keep an eye on him. Make sure he'll be in that lineup. But, uh, yeah, I like him fine. He hasn't been exciting, but anybody against Jeremy Hellickson, you know, especially a lefty can do just fine. Agreed. Um, Jason Kipnis gets Chris Tillman. Kipnis is still on fire and Chris Tillman, as we said, it's not great. That Indian stack is just fine. Ian Kinsler gets Jose Quintana. I'm gonna pick a lot of Tigers against the against the lefty Tigers in Chicago. Sorry, Matt. And then mm-hmm. Anthony Rendon is back, and Anthony Rendon is right-handed, and he gets Yoshiwada, and he could do just fine for sure. Um, I, I don't know. I like Wada, but Rendon against the lefty is good. It's only his second game back, so it's hard hey. to really judge, but he's good when he's healthy. I kind, of, I kind of feel obligated to mention Logan Forsyth against J.A. Happ. Yes, yes, yes. All those rays. Yes, Because Logan Forsyth, he's kind of turned into my guy. I hate, you know, I, I'm not ashamed of it. But... Yep, Forsyth and Avila's. Yeah. yeah Matt's Keystone combo. <laughs> Forsyth and Avila's. I like it. It's good. We're going to build a new, we'll build a podcast logo with our favorite guys in there uh, and make them look all tough. From photo day. Be like, yeah, these intimidating baseball players like Mike Aviles and Logan Forsyth. I'm not, you know, I'm sure Logan Forsyth would, you know, pound the tower out of me if I ever, like, like, got into a fight with him for some reason. Yeah. But I just, I, I can't take him seriously because his name is Logan Forsyth. He sounds like a supermodel. It's kind of a goofy name, for sure. But the important part is he hits lefties and he gets so, Jay so, out. You know, Matt, Matt Duoskin's kind of a goofy name, too. Yeah, we're all guilty. Third base. I had quite a few picks at third base, actually. Here you got. All right. Chase Headley gets Jared Weaver in Yankee Stadium, and Chase Headley prefers to hit righties instead of lefties. Um, Rendon, again, you can probably use him at third base. Depends on your format, second or third. I still like him. Chris Bryant gets Tanner Roark. Not a platoon advantage. I still don't think it matters. Uh, I like the Cubs against Roark. Manny Machado is Sean Markham. Sean Markham started okay his first, like, two starts and then remembered that he's Sean Markham, and his ERA has, like, gone up way over five. So Manny Machado could hit him. Uh, another Detroit Tiger, Nick Castellanos, gets Jose Quintana. I just part of that stack. He'll be cheap and could be a part of driving some guys in or getting on base and scoring. Yasmani Tomas, who I know you're not in on, uh, no. should get plenty more starts with Trumbo out of town. Now he gets to start against a lefty. Righty on lefty gets John Neese. John Neese could run into some trouble in Arizona. 
A lot of righties in that lineup. And then Evan Longoria, the left, uh, the Rays righties against lefties in Seattle. Uh, I guess Jay Happ. And I like Evan Longoria. He's been kind of cheap and he's, yeah, could definitely do, put some hurt on a, a lefty and Happ. So a lot of options at third base. Did you have any that I missed? Yes, yeah, Dylan. I, I, in fact, did have one more. Okay. It almost pains me to say this guy's name just because he's kind of mediocre, but he does hit right-handed pitching. Uh-huh. And believe it or not, he's got 10 homers and 138 bats this year against righties. Okay. Luis Valbuena yes. heading, heading to Toronto to, to, to face uh, Aaron Sanchez. I love Luis Valbuena. I liked him a lot I, earlier, but he's... he's you know, I think in, in a regular fantasy league, he'd probably frustrate the hell out of me, but in DFS... He's batting under 200, things. isn't he? Huh? He's batting under 200, isn't he? Not against Rady, well, almost against Rady's. Yeah, uh, but the pop's there, undeniably. The, pop is there. the yeah. power is there. That's just what the Astros are doing. Some, their hitting coach is telling them to swing out of their shoes, and it has resulted in a lot of strikeouts, a low batting average, and a crazy ISO. They have a lot of pop. Uh, so I think that's fine in DFS. You know, if it were Roto, he'd be dragging down your average, but you can grab him every once in a while yeah, in DFS. Average, it doesn't matter in DFS. Yeah. Um, okay, how about a shortstop for you? Shortstop. Do you know who the the, the league leader at, at shortstop? Okay, the, the 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 best offensive shortstop so far this against right-handed pitching so far this year is no. Is it Johnny Peralta? Uh, no. Okay. Mind you, I, I set I set the minimum PA to, to fifty. Okay. My results might be skewed, but Ruben Tejada has an eight eight three OPS against righties this year. That's weird, and I don't buy it. But it's you interesting. Don't buy it. Like, so you wouldn't buy him against Jeremy Hellickson at all? Uh, sure, against Jeremy Hellickson, he's going to be cheap. Yeah, I'll I'll take you against Jeremy Hellickson. That's fine. Um, sure. but yeah, that is interesting. I don't expect that to stay, but I would definitely take him into the desert. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys that kind of interest me. Um, does Brandon Crawford do anything for you against Jerome Williams? Sure. I'm not excited about it, but sure. Again, it's shortstop, so I'm willing to go cheap. And do you, do you know how many home runs Brandon Crawford has this year? Off the top of my head, nine. I think it's, I think he's in double digits. Uh, eight. He's showing some pop. Yeah, he's he's and not only it's coming with batting average, he's driving in runs and getting on base. It's odd. Yeah, it, I mean he's entering his prime. It's not like he's an old man, but Come on. I, I see him as a low on base with some pop guy. But yeah. Your boy Marcus Semyon gets Wade Miley, and when you want him, it's against a lefty, and it's in Fenway. Yeah. Also, Jose Iglesias, who again, I'm not nuts about, but kind of like Cassiano's, just a guy in that Tiger stack with a platoon advantage, and if they blow up Quintana, you know, you want a part of that. So I wouldn't mind him as a cheap option. Chris Owings gets John Neese, who might be a second baseman, might be a shortstop, but that's a platoon advantage because I think the D-backs can do well. Against a lefty. And then my favorite pick is Johnny Peralta gets Brett Anderson. We talked about how he can hit righties, but this is a platoon advantage for him. And he always has decent, uh, decent pop. And Brett Anderson can be good. And I know I love Brett Anderson, but I also know that he can blow up. And so I am not intimidated picking guys against him. So that's actually my favorite pick is Johnny Peralta at Brett Anderson. But Marcus Simeon, uh, should earn his money too. Do you have any other shortstops or is that about it? Oh, I think we, we we just about covered it. Yeah, and then outfield, always a million outfielders. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, you're you're really spoiled for choice. If you can't find decent outfield options, you're really not trying. Mm-hmm. Um, I started with Cole Calhoun in Yankee Stadium against Nate Eovaldi. Mm-hmm. I have Nori Aoki and Angel Pagan at Jerome Williams. I like them more than Crawford, but again, it's outfield. It's a lot easier to find guys. 
Are you a Preston Tucker guy? Not really, no. Well, Preston Tucker, batting third for the Astros, gets to go get Aaron Sanchez in Toronto. He could do fine. He's been hitting well so far. I know you're a Billy Burns guy, and he gets Wade Miley. I'm a Billy Burns guy, and I like that matchup against Wade Miley. Yeah. Um, he's a switch hitter, and he likes small sample size, likes righties a little bit more so far, but it's not, he's still hit lefties. He'll be fine. And could set the table and do some damage there in Boston. Uh, Brandon Moss, Michael Brantley against Chris Tillman. Any of those Indians guys, if you want that Indian stack against Tillman, I'm okay with that. On the mm-hmm. flip side, Adam Jones gets Sean Markham, who again, it's slowed down significantly, and any of those are, Orioles guys can hit him. Are, are we sure Adam Jones is healthy? No, I'm not off the top of my head. Okay, he was day to day. He was day to day the other day, but I think he's returned and I think he's okay. But eh. um, I didn't see that box score from today. Um, so keep an eye on him. I mean, I can go check, but off the top of my head, I think he's okay. No, I mean, he, even if he's playing, are we sure he's fully healthy? I mean, oh, I guess, that's what you mean. Oh, is he in the yeah. lineup? I think he's in the lineup. Uh, is he fully healthy? He was dealing with ankle stuff the other day, so no, I'm not sure of that either. Those ankle injuries tend to linger, too. Yeah. You know who I really like? One of my favorite outfield picks is uh, uh, Billy Hamilton gets Tyson Ross at home. And the thing about Tyson Ross I keep bringing up, not only has he been bad this year, but he will not hold runners on. He cannot throw anybody out at all. Billy Hamilton is going to run like crazy if he gets on base. You know, has to get there. But again, Tyson Ross has been bad anyway. And I don't care that Billy Hamilton's fallen to the bottom of the lineup. He's going to run wild if he gets on first. So Oh, he's got to get to first. That's yeah. been shoot. Yeah, so uh, I like Billy Hamilton against Tyson Ross. That's a good matchup for him, just uh, running-wise. Uh, I've said before, I think it's looking at pitchers holding runners, I think is underrated. A lot of people try to blame catchers, and I don't think that's nearly fair. Nick Markakis will bat behind Freddie Freeman against Charlie Morton. Nick Markakis has been so weird. Like, no power, on-base percentage, well above his slugging percentage. Still batting cleanup for Atlanta. But, so uh, you're saying he's been Nick Markakis? Yeah. Well, I mean, Nick Markakis is a 10 to 12 homer guy, and right now he's on pace for zero. So, uh, I don't know. He, he'd have to be cheap. I could see him being an okay, like, third outfielder option. I'm not excited about it, but Morton has shown definite weaknesses to left-hand hitters. Your boy, Avisail Garcia, gets Kyle Ryan. Do you like, uh, Avisail against lefties? I'm not sure if Avi's healthy either. Yeah, I mean his his line looks good so far. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he's, he's been banged up recently. Yeah, uh, that would be worth checking into and and maybe being wary of. But he can hit, he can hit righties, he can hit lefties. Doesn't walk, but so far so good. I have all of the Tigers outfielders against Jose Quintana, starting with Rajai Davis. Not Anthony goes. Rajai Davis, JD Martinez, Yoenis Cespedes. <laughs> Take them all if you want. Uh, is, is Davis back from paternity leave? I think so. Okay. Did I did I miss that too? Did he? Did, is there a new Rajai? A little Rajai? I believe, I believe there is. Yeah, I, 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 I. The only reason I know is because I actually have him in, in, in a twenty team league that I play in, and he's been he's he's got the dreaded NA next to his name for the past four, day, four or five days. Oh, usually paternity leave isn't that long. I don't know. I haven't noticed. Uh, that's uh, you keep getting these guys. Look, I, I can't monitor every single player that maybe hit four or five home runs. <laughs> in a row, Matt. Something slipped by me, like Rajai Davis having a kid. If he's active, yes, you should check that. Uh, put him in that lineup. I like him, but also Martinez and Cespedes. Okay. AJ Pollock, who's criminally oh, underrated. Yeah. I, I was like chomping at the bit to mention him. He's a good one. He's that's because he's a good one. That's why he gets John Nace, which is gonna be sweet. Uh, 
AJ Pollock's been good, and he's been especially good against lefties. And he gets Johnny's. Okay. So can I, can I say the next name that you're going to say yes. just so I can, I can get one in? Yeah. Uh, Steven Sousa gets J. Happ. Absolutely. All of those okay. Rays righties. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you can, you know, I think you can even, you, you can even bring in Brent, my guy Brandon Geyer. Yep, I wrote him. And then, uh, on Thursday, Brad and I talked about Joey Butler. Joey Butler is hitting like crazy. He is not drawing any walks and he's like 29 years old and just breaking out now. So I don't buy it, but. I don't know. I kind of buy it. I have good minor league numbers. Baseball, and he he kind of passes the eye test. I hate to say it. He has good minor league numbers, but he's taken like two walks so far and like twenty some strikeouts. Like he's he's not going to hit well above three hundred like he has. But I think he has pop, and I think he can hit lefties. So I I would take him against J. Happ for sure. Uh, I like those Rays righties in Seattle. And then um, last one I had was Curtis Granderson against uh, Hellickson. Because he's consistent, and that's the desert. And if the Mets put up a bunch of runs against him, he would be good at the top of the lineup. So, yeah. Any other outfielders I missed after listing yes. about seventeen oh, I, of them? You, you miss, but yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, you know, I, I love looking for the under the radar guys. You know, yes. you know the, the Justin Boers and Justin Boers, Logan Forsythe, and Mike Avilas is of the world. It's helpful. You should. Yeah. Um, Ben Paulson in Colorado. You're a Ben Paulson guy. A little bit. Against our boy Tom Kohler, it's it's the left. You know, you know, Paulson's the lefty. Kohler's mm-hmm. a righty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, believe it or not, Paulson hits. You know, right-handed pitching fairly well. A fairly short, small sample size. He's done damage against right-handed pitching this year. And it's Colorado. It is Colorado. So yeah. that's that. That might be my 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 under the radar pick for the day. Um, I'm kind of surprised you didn't mention more San Diego guys. Yeah. They get, against Rizal in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean he's right-handed, and a lot of those Cincinnati, or San Diego guys are right-handed. Also, so, Rizal's ERA is high, but like his FIP is good. I don't think he's this bad. I don't know. He's kind of an enigma. I would be tempted to, to, to roll the, the Venable Will in in, in Cincinnati. That, that would be tip. fine. Yeah, uh, he's been hot, taking advantage of the playing time. I'd be okay with it. I don't know. I don't hate those picks. There were just so many other options to outfield I, I liked a little more. But I don't think you'd be crazy for picking against Rysel. Okay. D- yeah. Does Cameron Maybin do anything for you? Sure. Um, I believe he's right-handed, though. And he so? gets Mar- he, he, or Charlie right- Martin shuts down righties, hit, though. A right-handed hitter can't hit a right-handed pitcher? I mean... I like Cameron Maben. I just don't like a righty against Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton has been good against righties. Okay. So I, I do like Cameron Maben in the right matchups, absolutely. And I'm not saying he can't hit righties. I'm saying that's more of a Charlie Morton. I believe in Charlie Morton. He's my pick. So, yeah, he's uh, he's capable. I like I like Cameron Maben. Just maybe not the day for him. Again, right. there's, there's too many other options in the outfield. But... uh. Yeah, there really are. If, again, if you can't find outfield options, you're just not looking hard enough. You yep. know. Yeah. Anybody else for you in the outfield? I, no, you 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 cleaned it up. List about eighty-seven guys. So, yeah. yeah, there's right. a lot in the outfield. Find one you like and go with it. And then um, pitchers were actually hard. I don't have a long list of pitchers that I love for this day. All right. Did you? I mean, did anybody stick out to you? Yeah. Okay. I'll let you clean up this time. Okay. First off, I, I would think about Williams Perez because I would be betting against you in our, in, our, in our contest. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but, you know, betting against you is a winning bet so far this year when That's it comes true. to our contest. That is true. 
and uh, he's been okay how, lately. How, how, how did Chris Young do for you today? Uh, he had literally infinity more strikeouts than Anthony DeSclafani did. Uh, but Anthony DeSclafani had infinity more wins than... Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, Chris Young allowed six runs, but struck out four. How does Anthony DeSclafani go seven innings and strike out none? I am, I am really happy you brought that up, because I have no... I actually watched that, I actually watched that game on MLB TV. It was weird. It was the, I am like, you know, it was like the fifth inning, and I'm like, I don't think Anthony has any strikeouts yet. I took him in DFS, and he got me a big fat, like, seven points or something. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Yeah, uh, Williams Perez is worth attention. Charlie Martin is my pick in Atlanta. Again, if he can handle Freddie Freeman and Nick Markakis, then I think he'll do okay there. Um, I like Siyoshi Wada. I don't like him at Washington that much, but... Yeah, me too. And he's not going deep in the games yet. I can see him doing fine. Um, I like Scott Casimir in Boston, even though he had a small injury, but should be okay. That should be a bad matchup. Like, Boston should kill lefties, especially at home. They just haven't. Boston's not hitting. On paper, it seems bad, but I feel okay with it. You know, Scott Casimir's just been good. Mm. So, I don't know. Not a lot of confidence there. Chichi Gonzalez, you have said you don't trust, especially in Kansas City. That's not a great matchup for him for his second start. <laughs> Jake Odorizzi goes to Seattle, and that might be my favorite. Honestly. Really? I, it's just a tough day. It's a tough day for picks. So, yeah, Jake Odorizzi strikes lots of guys out and should be able to keep the ball in the yard in Seattle, I would hope. He has to watch out for Kyle Seeger. You know, but he gets, he's, he's right-handed, so, and Robinson Cano, I talked with Brad about how Robinson Cano's not really doing anything, so, Odorizzi in Seattle could be fine. And then, I believe in Carlos Martinez enough, um, that I would consider him, but facing the Dodgers is one of the worst matchups for a right-handed pitcher, so that's hard, too. I don't know, it's a tough day, I would go cheap, I would go something like Charlie Morton and Siyoshiwada, you know, Odorizzi's maybe my favorite. Uh, yeah. Did I, you like anybody more? I, and I, and I, I would go Williams Perez and say Tim Lincecum. You like Tim Lincecum? You believe? I believe a little bit. Enough to go to Philadelphia. Yeah, enough to go to Philadelphia, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's a, yeah, there's not many aces going. No, there's, there's, there, this is, this is an odd day. This is, I, it's gonna be interesting, interesting to see how, how the DFS service is actually like, you know, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you could honestly have, I don't. Who who would be like the most expensive pitcher today? It'd have to be Scott Casimir, wouldn't it? Casimir, um, could be Odorizzi. Could be yeah. up there. It's a weird day. No aces today, really. Yeah, and that's that's always odd that, that you know yeah. you don't have that bankable guy where you where you know you're gonna get you know twenty twenty five points. Odorizzi is my favorite, but yeah, might also be the most expensive that day. If for if we're going by pure talent, I would say Odorizzi, but I don't necessarily like the matchup that much for him. Yeah. Okay, let's look on Saturday and Sunday. We're going to do this thing where we uh, ping-pong back and forth just some of our favorite guys instead of running every position. Try and find some uh, below-the-radar or just biggest matchups for you, and then you can hopefully fill in the rest. Okay. Um, I'm starting with uh, D. Gordon at Kyle Kendrick. like that even more than at Eddie Butler. And again, it's not even just D. Gordon doing amazing in Colorado, but hopefully the Marlins doing really well in Colorado. So if they can blow up Kyle Kendrick, you want... D. Gordon to be a part of that. So I'm betting on that stack by taking D. Gordon at the top of that lineup and hoping he can uh, run on Kyle Kendrick and get on base plenty. So that's, okay. yeah. I think D. Gordon is capable of those crazy big games. You know, it's kind of, he, he's 
volatile is the word I use. He can hit get four hits if things go well. So yeah, I like D Gordon on Saturday. Who do you got? Honestly, you you could talk me into just about any 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 Marlin against Kyle Kendrick. Yeah, you can you could talk you into anybody against Kyle Kendrick. Pretty much, yeah. But he also has a six ERA, which yeah. Guess what? That's bad. Yeah, that's not good. Um, you know, it, it would be a great day for my, my guy Justin Bohr. I think if if he gets in the lineup back and back to back days, you know, could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, other other guys that might intrigue me against him. Hmm. Christian Yelich, I guess. Denny Echevarria. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Christian Yelich. If my guy Justin Bohr is in the lineup, that, that would be that's a great matchup for him. Mm-hmm. Against. Uh, I sure hope he plays. Yeah. And on, on the other side of that, it's it's actually it's also a decent match for Ben Paul. You know. Oh man, I, I I'm I'm talking myself into these like mediocre sluggers this weekend. Yeah, especially in Colorado. Doesn't yeah, hurt. it's got me excited. Yep. Um, okay, next I had, I don't know, take all of the Blue Jays against Brett Overholzer. He's left-handed, he's going to Toronto. That is a aren't, bad matchup. Aren't all their good hitters injured? In Toronto? Yes. I don't think so, no. I mean... Is Joey Bats healthy? I don't know if he's healthy. He's okay, trying to Devin, get back into the outfield. Travis, is Devin Travis healthy? No, he's not. Dude, okay, just, is, he five, is he five healthy? All you need is Josh Donaldson. You want me to just okay, say just take Josh Donaldson? You could t- okay, you know what? So don't just take any Blue Jays. Fine, pay the MVP price for Josh Donaldson, who's going to hit the ball to the moon against Brett Oberholzer. Uh, I don't know. I I like that stack. The Blue Jays are going to do just fine. And he, yes, he's my favorite one. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg, but mm-hmm. there's a reason for that. It's because he's been awesome. So I like Blue Jays against Oberholzer. Who do you have? I hate to be obvious, but David Price against Chicago. Yes, of course. I'm sorry if you know I, I if I if I were Detroit I would consider pitching him on both Saturday and Sunday because I don't think the White Sox are going to get hit against him in either game. Right, it might only take you know 200 pitches to this do is, both. No, you, you remember I think it was, was last weekend where I, I recommended Dallas Keuchel saying that he might throw you know a no hitter against Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you throw a four hitter. Yeah, close enough. Close so enough. I'm I'm giving the same advice here for David Price. If build a lineup around David Price. He's, yeah. he's, he's got John, he's pitching against John Danks. Yeah, I not only agree that he's going to be worth his price, but I like on his side all of the Tigers against John Danks, that righty lineup. I love, I love righty, Tigers righties more than I like Blue Jays righties. That's Miggy, that's Kinsler, that's Cassianos, that's Iglesias, that's literally everywhere except catcher. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a whole outfield of them, you know, there's, yeah, I like all of them. Okay. I mean, at their prices, like Iglesias and Castellanos aren't going to cost you anything. And I'll take the cheap shortstop who's part of a big stack that's going to blow up John Danks. So find a, a guy from that lineup. If you can't find a shortstop, you can't find a third baseman, need one more outfielder, look at those Tigers guys. So. And, and, and no, we, we've got John Danks coming off. I believe, did he throw the word? It was the word. He's, he's coming. His last start was the worst complete game ever, right? It was something like that. It was a shutout, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Six, 16 total bases and still manages a shutout. That's impressive. That's what that is. That is impressive. Right. Oh, who else you got on Saturday? Let's do one or two more. Okay. One or two more for Saturday. <sighs> All right. Uh, if you're looking for a catcher, 
Yes. You're, you're probably going to pay, pay full price, but I love Sal Perez versus Wandy Rodriguez. Yes. Sal Perez against a, a lefty is when yeah. you want him. That's exactly where you want him. And, that's, and you that's, don't believe in Wandy. I know that. No, not any, no, he's, haven't we, we've talked about his age, how he's like, you know, we think he's like 500 years older than he is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's older than I am. That's saying something. Oh boy. And then, yeah, I had, uh, in the same lineup, Lorenzo Kane against a lefty. Ooh. Yeah. I like, I had Kane and, uh, Perez written down together. I think. I like both of them. I like Wandy kind of, but I don't like him against the Royals. Now, there's, there's a pair of matchups here, pitching matchups that I see here that I feel obligated to talk about. Yes. Not even necessarily for DFS, I just feel obligated to talk about them. Yes. Uh, we've got Baltimore Cleveland. Ebaldo Jimenez versus Danny Salazar. Yeah. Remember you... there was a, a ghost of Christmas past versus a ghost of Christmas future. I'm, I want to see you explore this analogy. Well, I'm saying, you know, U- Ubaldo was at, at one point, you know, the, you know, the young pitcher with the, the ridiculous fastball who struck out everybody he saw. Yeah, even in course. And Salazar is currently, you know, the young pitcher with the ridiculous fastball who strikes out everybody he sees. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Danny Salazar is looking into an old mirror and Ubaldo is looking into a young mirror. Yeah, well, Salazar has to hope that it doesn't go that way and that he doesn't become Ubaldo Jimenez. Who... I think we've kind of seen how, seen how this movie goes. Yeah, it certainly can. That's a, yeah, there's going to be a lot of strikeouts in that matchup. That's a, yeah, one to keep an eye on. And the um, other one, I, you might as well just you know, write like a massive question mark next to this one because I, I could see anything happening. You've got mm-hmm. Odu Summer Despagna pitching against Michael Lorenzen. Oh, boy. That's a that's a pair of names. That's what that is. It really it's it's I I I can see anything happening in that game really. Yep, you're right. Giant question mark. That'll be a fun box score to check. If not, a game to watch. That's um, gonna be a box to look at. Yeah, and then finally, I had two more aces on Saturday that I would at least consider. Madison Bumgarner goes to Philadelphia. I mean, it's why not? Like it's going to cost you that much, but I think he could certainly earn his money against. Severino Gonzalez in the Phillies. And I like a lefty there. That means he has to, instead of having to worry about Chase Utley and Ryan Howard, he has to worry about Jeff Francoeur. So, you know, and Michael, Michael Franco is actually who Madison Bumgarner would have to watch out for. And he has been hitting, but I think he can do that. And then, um, Felix Hernandez gets the wait, race. Wait, you said aces. You're not going to say Chase Anderson? I'm, we'll get to Chase Anderson. <laughs> Felix Hernandez uh, gets the Rays. The Rays can hit lefties. The Rays cannot hit righties. Felix Hernandez is awesome. I don't. It's not even. I don't even have to tell you why Felix Hernandez will be good. I'm just giving the stamp of approval on spending on him that day. That I think he might be worth his money. It's going to cost you, but I think he could earn his money on that day. You know, he's always a good option. It's just price, and I think he could earn it that day. So, all right, let's move on to Sunday. All right, you go first this time. I will go first this time. Sunday was tougher. Sunday was tougher. Uh, I'm going to start with Starling Marte at Alex Wood. And Alex Wood has actually gotten it together and is allowing, like, no home runs, which I think will regress. But Starling Marte just pounds lefties. That's the important part here. I don't care that it's Alex Wood. It's just that Starling Marte kills southpaws. So I would take him against a lefty almost every time. And so I like him there in Atlanta for starts. Okay. Yep. Who you got? Did you know that Miami is the second best offense against left-handed pitching so far this year? I didn't know that, but I believe it. And they get uh, Jorge de la Rosa yes. in Colorado. Yep. And there's one big bat that you would want there that hits there's, lefties. 
yeah, you could say, uh, yeah, you want Giancarlo, and you're going to pay full price for him, but this might be the day to pay full price yep. for him. Yep. I, it's, I, I, it's like I, Felix. Like, like, of course, Giancarlo's good, but, like, this is when it's worth paying for it. Yes. Yep. Um, actually, you, you could, again, you could talk me into just about any, any of the right-handed hitters on, on Miami, and I'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, I had Stanton down, but you're right, that whole lineup will be good. Yes. Against Jorge. Um, I wrote down Prince Fielder against Jeremy Guthrie because Jeremy Guthrie's not good, and the Rangers are going to Kansas City, and Prince Fielder is a little bit of a different hitter, a little more of a high average, a little less pop, but he's just plain producing. He's good, and I don't think his price has quite reflected it yet. So I like Prince Fielder in Kansas City against Jeremy Guthrie, who the clock is ticking on Jeremy Guthrie. Who do you got next? All right, next up, next up. Uh, I I almost feel bad about this, but I, I want Oakland Bats against Clay Buckholz. Do you? He's been good lately. Has he? You don't care? I mean, that doesn't. He has been good yeah, lately, but you're right. Put, he's put together looks like a, you know a string of about five quality starts here, but, but he was so mediocre before that. I just yeah. I have a hard time trusting him, even if you know we, we've seen his ERA go from seven eight four down to three eight two. Yeah. And you know, he could be back at seven eight four by you know in two weeks. Oh yeah, when it goes bad, it goes real bad. Yes, it does. So I, to be fair, he's having a really good season. I just, I, Oakland has been so good against right-handed pitching this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I start with Stephen Vogt and Josh Reddick, sure. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's where I'd be starting. Yeah, Billy Burns against Clay Buckles. Why not? Yep. Um. I guess they're just only facing lefties in Seattle, but I like these Rays righties again. Gotta mention them. They get Mike Montgomery, who is kind of a deception guy. Like, if I'm not mistaken, it's his first major league start. If not, no, he hasn't fact, had many. He, no, he started last week, uh, this week against uh, New York. Okay. And how do you do? He did okay. Yeah, I still don't believe it. That's fine. I'm not buying into Mike Montgomery that much. I kind of think if he were really good, we'd know it by now. Yeah. I mean, I mean he, yeah, no. The Rays righties are going to do fine. That is, in order, Souza, Longoria, Forsyth, Geyer, Butler. Mm. I'm okay with any of them at their price, you know. Uh, in Seattle isn't great, but I'm just not worried about Mike Montgomery. Or the Mariners' bullpen, either. Mm. doesn't really matter. So I like all those Rays righties on Sunday. You got anyone else on Sunday? Yes, I do, Dylan. Okay, who you got? Uh, I, I really like Brandon Belt against Sean O'Sullivan. Oh, yeah? I could. I no reason not to. Yes, uh, Brandon Belt. He's got nine and four OPS against righties this year. Uh, and Toronto Sullivan's not very good, and it's in Philadelphia. Yep. Yeah, Brandon Belt hits lefties or hits righties for sure. Yes, and then let's see a pitcher here. Do you like Chris Archer in Seattle? I like Chris Archer's better anywhere. Yeah, and I don't think Seattle's that. I'm not worried about their their lefty hitters right now. Really, Kyle Seager, I guess, but. I don't know. Did you see that they DFA'd Justin Ruggiano and held on to Ricky Weeks? Yeah. That's insanity. That's insanity. I, I'm kind of surprised. You know, J-Ruggs, he, he's got to be better than J.B. Shuck, right? I Yeah, no. Justin Ruggiano's going to get a job, but I'm just yeah, like... That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I'm, I can't believe you know, the White Sox haven't put, put, you know, put in a claim. Or, well, he just got DFA'd today, but... Like, they better put in a claim. He's, he's got to be better than... He's, he's a outfielder that can play... The corners and hit lefties. Like, that's what he does. And then they have Ricky Weeks who can kind of hit lefties and can't hit righties at all and can barely play the out. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. It's so weird. No. Uh, Ruggiano's gonna find a job. 
Yeah, J.R.R.T. deserves one. Yeah, um, so we like Chris Archer in Seattle. And then the other picks I had were pitchers, so you want to jump into our uh, Field of Streams picks where we'll cover those guys? Sure. Okay. Um, you had Chase Anderson on Friday. You want to talk about Friday or no? Yeah, yeah, Chase Anderson got bumped. So we're oh, giving so you an opportunity I, to pick a new pick in the Field of Streams contest for Friday. Yeah, I'm, you, you know my history. You know what I believe. It's Kyle Ryan against the White Sox. You believe Kyle Ryan just because they've never seen him? They've never seen him. He's a lefty. Okay. And honestly, I, I, I could see Kyle Ryan you know, being in the division for the next 10 years and just being like one of those pitchers that just the White Sox always space and just just owns them forever. He's, he's got that, that kind of, he seems to have that kind of profile, that, that Bruce Chen profile. Oh boy. Alright. So Matt is picking against the White Sox, essentially. Well, White Sox fan, I have to pick against the White Sox. Alright. Uh, so that's on Friday. You like Kyle Ryan. On Saturday, I had four names. Are you going right back to Chase Anderson? I'm keeping Chase Anderson. Yeah, on Saturday. I, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. He becomes your pick on Saturday. I mean, you could change your pick on Saturday to somebody else. I want to do that when I have Chase Anderson. There you go. You have Chase Anderson on Saturday against the Mets. That is still a good matchup. I still like it. Uh, did you consider Alex Colome in Seattle, your boy? No, I, well, he's, he's my guy, but I'm, I'm taking a break from, from Colome for a while. We have to mention Drew Hutchison gets the Astros, which could mean strikeouts. Still at 47%. Yeah. That means strikeouts, but that could also mean plenty of home runs. And then I'm going with, and I mentioned him, and then he got bumped and I couldn't take him, but now I get him. Jesse Chavez is going to Boston, which is not a good matchup, but again, Boston has been cold. And I like a righty there more than a lefty, and Jesse Chavez is at 50% owned, and should be more than that. He's right on the line. I'm taking Jesse Chavez, uh, just cause he's, his ERA's just, yeah. What are you guys doing? Pick him up, pick up Chase Anderson. So, I like, those are two good pitchers, Chavez and Anderson, on Saturday. Then I'll go first on Sunday. Um, Mike Wright goes to Cleveland. We still Mike have our eye on Mike Wright. Hendricks. Yeah. Kyle Hendricks goes to Washington. Still like Kyle Hendricks. Still think he's under-owned. Uh, those aren't great matchups for either of those guys, though. I have two guys who have been hot, and I'm between these two. Uh, Clay Buckholz is 40%, 48% owned, and he has five straight quality starts. And he gets Oakland. When he's on, he's on. And when he's not, it's bad. Uh, I would be fine with that pick, and I'm thinking about it. But I'm going back to Ryan Vogelsong, who has six straight quality starts, which is also incredible. I picked him last time, and he had, like, the minimum for a quality start, like six innings, three runs. But still, he gets Philadelphia. I wish he were at home instead of in Philadelphia. He has some weird home road splits, but this is a lineup that I think he can handle. Unlike what Dave Sclafani showed today. Um, so yeah, I like Buckles and Vogelsong. I think Vogelsong has less blow up potential and it's a better matchup than getting Oakland against the righty. So I have Ryan Vogelsong and his six straight quality starts. Oh, I, I just picked against Buckholz, so I obviously can't go there. But he could um, be okay. Again, he could throw a shutout <laughs> or he could allow nine I don't, runs. Well, <sighs> I, I guess it's the old gambler's fallacy, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I, he's, we already talked about him earlier this season. Guys like him and Ubaldo, I have no idea what to do with. Yeah. And I, actually, I've got Buck Holtz in a league. Yeah. And yes, it's been terrible frustrating. Yeah. Um, this is a tough day to stream is because there's so many, like, either ridiculously bad matchups, like Miami in Colorado, mm-hmm. or bad pitchers. 
Um, I would love to pick Mike Fires in Minnesota, but sadly, he's just too owned. Yeah, yeah. There's he's plenty of strikeout potential. He's clocking in 58%. Yeah. I, I, I'm awfully tempted to go back to the Mike Wright experience. Going to Cleveland. You know, Cleveland, they're, you know, you know, kind of middle of the pack offense against right-handed pitching so far this year. They don't really terrify me. Mm-hmm. It's Kipnis, Brantley, Moss, and that's about it. Just, Mike Wright, he's just, he's just kind of, he's just kind of been a guy and he kind of got pants in his last start against Houston. It wasn't great against the White Sox. You know, the home runs are kind of catching up to him after throwing 14 consecutive sh- shutout innings. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a hard time picking Mike Wright, so I, I guess I gotta stay away there. I guess it's Kyle Hendricks just kind of, kind of by default. Which I don't mind either. It's not a great matchup, but I mean, Washington also hasn't been murderous row, really. No, they, you know, Bryce Harper, I think, makes that offense kind of seem better than it's been. Yeah. You know, I mean... It's not a great matchup, but it's not terrifying. No, I, I think it's actually a pretty decent matchup for Kyle Hendricks. It's, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to roll I'm gonna roll Hendricks against against Washington and, and hope that Bryce Harper doesn't murder me. Yep, that's a that's a fine pick. I, I am okay with that. I, I give you the thumbs up. Cool. Um, okay, well, that rounds up our Friday show. Matt, you have anything before we get out of here? Yeah, uh, I, I think my, my dog is, is ready to come off the, uh, oh, well, she was ever on the DL, but I, th- I think she's ready to go back in the game. She's been cleared back in the active lineup. I, I don't know. The, the, serious, I, 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 you know, the wife has been like looking after her mm-hmm. ridiculously closely. Like it's, like anywhere the dog goes in the condo, the, the wife seems to follow. Hmm. So. Well, that's, that's good that your dog's doing better. Yeah, I, it's, I, there's nothing worse than having a sick puppy. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's good to hear. I hope you keep us updated. No yeah, more yeah. Home Depot updates now, just injured dog updates. Oh, actually. Back to Home Depot? Possibly, yeah. What do you need? Well, I, I, I gotta clean the air conditioners, and I'm 100% sure I have to buy new filters, so it might, might in fact be going to Home Depot. Oh boy. That's some sweet, sweet suburban lifestyle for you. Although, there, there is like a neighborhood hardware store down the street, and I, I went to that, but it's a little more expensive. Yeah, that's how that works. That's the conundrum. I know. So, all right. Well, uh, that'll do it for us for this Friday episode as we head into this uh, this weekend. Uh, again, I'm your host Dylan Higgins on Twitter at HigginsFOS. I'm joined by Matt here at MattDFP911. And uh, yeah, we like to hear from you guys. Definitely, anytime you reach out to us, uh, or I think respond 99% of the time. Yeah, or. You- yeah, we're pretty good about it, 90% of the time at least. You know, there, yeah. there are a few where it's just, you know, kind of pointless to respond. So Sometimes I feel bad if I miss them, and I get them hours later. I'm like, oh, I crap. I feel bad if I, if I miss it. I'm, I'm happy when I get them, but I don't feel terrible when I miss it. Yeah, so. well, uh, yeah, we like to hear from you guys. Reminds us why we're doing this, why we're not Absolutely. broadcasting we- into the void. So, uh, yeah, good luck with your picks this weekend, and that should do it for us. We'll talk to you on Monday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. I like Prince Fielder in Kansas City against Jeremy Guthrie, who the, the talk is clicking. The, the clock is ticking on Jeremy Guthrie. The talk is... <laughs> the talk is clicking. That was good, yeah? That was fantastic. Though. Yeah.